All right, what's up world? You are listening to the After Dinner Mint Show with Gracie Autumn. I'm a DJ, blogger, coffee drinking Marvel lover. My show is about life, the good, the bad, and the ugly, but I mostly focus on the good things. On today's show, I'm joined by curly hair enthusiast and expert, Rachel. On the show, Rachel and I talk all about the curly girl method. So what is the curly girl method? Is it possible to fully embrace your naturally curly hair? You'll find out on today's show. And welcome back, everyone. You are listening to the After Dinner Mint Show with Gracie Autumn. This episode is all about hair. I'm very excited um, because I've noticed in recent years, more and more people are embracing their natural hair texture, in particular, curly hair. Um, And I really only kind of know this because I have curly hair and have been on this year-long journey, maybe over a year, of just experimenting with my curly hair to see what works and what doesn't. Um, And a lot of women follow this practice called the curly hair method. And it's basically just a way of finding ways to embrace your curly hair naturally. Um, So the name makes a lot of sense. Um, and I'm so excited that I get to talk with an amazing friend today about curly hair. And it's really cool because we both kind of started the curly girl method at the same time. So it was so nice to have someone who you could just text and be like, hey, which products are you using? Is this, you know, product like make your scalp burn or like, what are you using? So it was just so nice <laughs> to have that friend to talk to. So please welcome my friend Rachel on the show. Rachel, it is so great to have you on the show. I am super excited (laughs) to be here. This is awesome. I remember the day when I was like on Instagram and I like posted about some curly hair products and you texted me and you're like, wait, do you also follow the curly girl method? And I was like, wait, you do this too? So it was such a, such a great experience to like finally find someone who was also trying to like practice this method yeah I remember being super excited I actually remember that too I think it was one of the um not your mother's products or something like that and I was like oh my gosh because nobody else I knew had really been doing curly girl so it's super exciting to find another friend exactly yeah and I'm like I'm starting to suspect like Rachel and I are somehow actually like long lost relatives or something because like we keep finding like these topics that we're just so obsessed with. Like we met, we bonded over the great Gatsby and like, that's how we met. And we're like, wait, you love the 1920s. I'm like, you're obsessed with the great Gatsby. Um, Then we like bonded over curly hair. And then we also found out we're both obsessed with like a series of unfortunate events. So like we keep finding these, these very common interests, which is exciting. Um, so Rachel, we are going to kick off this interview with an icebreaker question, um, cause this gives me a moment to find out a fun fact about you. And then the listeners also get to find out like a cool fact about you. Um, so Rachel, I know you recently went on a trip to Disney. Was it Disneyland or Disney World you went to? It was Disney World. Um, so what was one of your favorite moments at the park? I I had so much fun. So we went in March. Um, actually, the, 
we left one day before Disneyland ended up closing, um, or Disney World rather ended up closing for um, the quarantine. Yeah. But I would say one of my favorite things was eating at my favorite restaurant in Epcot, which is called Garden Grill. It's in the Land Pavilion. So it's a character dining experience, they like to say. Um, And I love it because it's a rotating restaurant. So you can see into parts of the different biomes from the boat ride I think it's called like something about seeds the the seed boat (laughs) ride where you can see into the gardens and stuff so the restaurant is above that and there's a rotating platform and you can see the different backgrounds from like the desert and the rainforest and things and then all of the characters are dressed up as farmers which is so cute (laughs) it's so cute they're all the characters all like the the mickey mouse characters so there's like mickey and pluto and chip and dale and it was super exciting i got a lot of really cute pictures there oh i i miss disney and that is also another topic we both bought on is disney um but it's like killing me because i would love to go on another disney trip and there's so many people who are like this is the time to go because like literally no one is at the park and everything is a walk-on but I'm also like, yeah, but we're also kind of in this like weird pandemic thing. So it's like the struggle. Cause like, man, if I went, I could literally like get on every ride at Disney World. Yet it's it is painful to think. Yeah. But it is it's like I feel like if you if you lived there and you lived close enough within driving distances, I know you have to do some funky thing where you have to like sign in or like sign up to for your time to like enter the park. I feel like if you lived really close it would be it would be a good time it would but like having to travel there I think it's sort of what I've heard is sort of a gamble on if you're gonna get into like a park during what day or what time or whatever right oh that would be such a struggle yeah oh I'm like it's such a gamble but I'm like kind of it's worth kind of risking like I don't know for Mickey Mouse (laughs) um so we're gonna head right into this interview Um, And I'm very excited about this one because I feel like even though I have been following this curly girl method for a while now, I'm still going to learn some cool new fun facts. So Rachel, I would love for you to explain a little bit about the curly girl method. Um, So what does it mean to really follow the curly girl method? So the curly girl method is a way of taking care of curly hair that involves being really gentle to your hair and using a lot of gentle products and I think there's a big focus on using products without things like um, silicones or sulfates because those can kind of be considered heavier products or products that are more like harsh to your hair and then there's also a component of how you're actually styling your hair so usually people following the curly girl method will not use any sort of heat on their hair um so like no like straightening or curling irons or anything like that um some people will like blow dry their hair with a diffuser so they might use a little bit of heat with that but I think they still recommend to use a really a really low heat um or maybe no heat at all um and also I think some of the people who are like really strict with the curly girl method actually don't use any uh brushes when even like when their hair is wet it's really just about being really gentle to your hair and trying to make sure that it's at its curly and wavy best. 
Absolutely. Yeah. It's funny to see like how strict people are with this method. Cause some people use it. Like it is their 10 commandments. Like it is the Bible. And then there's some women who will just kind of like pick and choose. Like, I like this, you know, method. And, you know, I like using, you know, the shampoo. So it's fascinating to see how like everyone kind of makes it their own. Yeah, I think definitely it's super interesting to see that. And also I think everyone's hair is so different that it's hard to say one method will work even for people with the same hair type as me. I know I've been in a, you know, a couple different Facebook groups and following people on Instagram, all kinds of stuff like that. And there's been people who say they hate a product that I use all the time or people say like, oh, you know, this really isn't recommended for, um, wavy fine hair which is what I have and then I use it oh I really like this like that that works great for me I don't know what you're talking about exactly yeah I know like one one of like the rules with the curly girl method is like you should only wash your hair like maybe once a week and you know should just always be just kind of like refreshing your hair just adding more product to keep the curls but for me like I found like this is like does not work for my hair and I have to like kind of wash my hair like you know two to like three times a week otherwise like my hair like is just like disgusting and I'm like yikes like who knows what is living in my hair so like that's an interesting thing too is like you really just have to cater to your hair yeah for Um, sure yeah so on that note and speaking of you know taking parts of this method that work for you I would love for you to share your curly hair experience I started my curly hair experience, I think, around the same time that you did, actually. And so it was around May of 2019. Um, And I hadn't been using a lot of heat on my hair since I was so busy with college. I was kind of just letting my hair air dry, just running Mm -hmm. around, uh, not really heat styling it or whatever. And I started to notice that my hair had some really pretty wave patterns in it. And I kind of found Curly Girl Method through that because I started looking up ways to take care of wavy hair, how to make your hair hold the the wave and the curl without just fuzzing out, which was always my problem. So I just had to start learning how to really take care of my hair because I never really knew that my hair had any sort of interesting texture potential. I always sort of thought it was just kind of a, a fluffy maybe a little bit wavy kind of mess so I would just end up like straightening it or you know doing some other kind of heat styling to it and then after I learned sort of the basics I was like really excited about trying different products and I have a huge horde that I'm currently trying to work down of different things that I like and I don't like giving some to my sister so it's been really fun just to try to try out all these different products and do a bunch of different techniques Um, And then I think in January, I got my hair cut pretty short, decently short. um, And that was like kind of another big defining moment, so to speak, of my hair, because one of the main reasons I got it cut was it was taking an hour to dry, even with my diffuser. So I was just, I was just not about that. I I wanted that to end as soon as possible. So I was like, you know what, I am going to, I'm just going to cut it off. And we're going to see where it takes me. And I think since then, I've learned a lot more about my texture because 
I didn't feel as pressured on the days that I did wash my hair because it's now it only takes like 20 minutes to dry. So if I mess up, I don't feel so bad about it because I didn't waste an hour, however long doing my hair. And I think also being able to simplify my routine has made me more accepting of my natural hair texture. I'm not so worried or like concerned about making it all even or like worrying about, oh, is it getting curlier? Is it getting weighed down? Does it look like this or that or whatever? I kind of just, I'm accepting it the way it is and kind of embracing that. And I think that's a really valuable lesson to learn from learning about the curly girl method, just taking care of your hair, just learning about yourself and that the way that you are is beautiful and awesome. Absolutely. That's like something I love about the women and like the, the curly girl groups. Um, Cause I like, I'm on a lot of Facebook groups with like women with curly hair and they're all like so supportive and seeing like, there's not like one right way to have curly hair. Cause like there's some women who have like really, really, really tight curls and it looks like, you know, Merida hair. And then there are like women who have just kind of like lighter, like beachy wave, kind of like curly hair. And like everyone is just so supportive and being like, yeah, like your hair looks awesome. You know, like embrace that natural look. And it's nice to finally see that people are doing that with your hair and just seeing like we all just have different textures and all of it. Like there's not one right way to have hair. Um, I will say this. I think like whenever you see someone who has really good looking hair, you should compliment them because it probably, as you said, like it can take over an hour to get your hair to look amazing. So if you do see someone on the street with amazing hair, make sure you compliment them because it probably took a lot of time and effort to get there. Um, so Rachel, I also wanted to know going back to the curly girl method and all the rules with it. Um, are you a strict follower of it or are there just kind of some aspects that you don't follow? I started out being a really strict uh, curly girl method follower because I really didn't know, I didn't know anything about curly hair. I didn't really know anything about hair products. To be honest, I think I maybe used a mousse and maybe like a sea salt spray a couple times in high school. So it was really helpful for me to learn the basics from that method. And I think that's kind of a common thing that I've seen a lot on a lot of different videos and pages that the curly girl method is a really awesome way for people to start learning the basics of curly hair and different, just getting exposed to different methods and things like that. And it's awesome if you know, you choose to continue with that. But for me, I have sort of branched out into trying different products because I guess I was just curious. I was like, well, you know, maybe, maybe I would like this product. Like, yeah, it, it might have something in it that isn't recommended, but you know, I, I maybe I'll, maybe I'll try it out. You know, it sounds like something I might enjoy. So there are a couple of products that I use. There's one that has a silicone in it. And then every once in a while, this is like this is like a curly girl sin, but I <laughs> every once in a while I will clarify with just the suave, the really basic suave clarifying shampoo. And I think because my hair is so, um, it's I have dense hair, but it's very fine. So mm. clarifying it regularly, either with that suave or like a, a more gentle clarifying shampoo, is really helpful because I will see the curls spring back up. I think it just gets out like 
you know, especially in the summer, if you're like wearing sunscreen, you're outside, I think it just like gets out all of the gunk, anything that may have touched my hair <laughs> over the however many weeks since uh, the last clarifying shampoo. Those are like two of the things that I do that are more unacceptable, so to speak, from the curly girl method. Um, and I do, I do use a towel on my hair, I have to say. It just, it brings down the drying time. So usually, I usually do use the microfiber towel, but mm. every once in a while, every once in a while, I use a regular towel. That's a secret. Don't tell anyone. Uh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we better edit it out of this episode. No, I just remember, I was so thankful for falling upon this method, because beforehand, I just had no idea what to do with hair whatsoever. Like, I didn't even really know what products to use or anything, and I would just, like, would just put gel in my hair because I'm like, I guess people put gel in their hair. That's a thing. And I remember like in high school, I would just kind of like put like gel, but like just not like at my roots. It was so weird. I had no idea like how to apply any products, but I just felt like I see people like putting products in their hair. So I should do the same, but like it was such a disaster. And I'm just so thankful that I like actually found a method that gave me a chance to like teach me like this is gel this is how you use it it was a guy definitely I definitely relate to that because I remember like going into the store and being like hair products like I I guess like curly hair products are for people that clearly have very curly hair which is so wild to me now to like re- reflect on remembering that experience because like of course, product is not going to give you curly hair, but it it helps your hair to, especially with wavy hair. Sometimes if you don't put product on wavy hair, it can just look sort of like undefined and sort of fluffy. Yeah. So I actually didn't know that using a hair product would make my hair more defined and help to hold the wave in it. So I just never used a hair product because I thought, well, I don't really, I don't really have hair <laughs> that that deserves a product so <laughs> I, I don't know why I would like I don't know why I would buy these like what are they what are they gonna do for me but they're it's magic really exactly yeah when I used to wear my hair I used to be a little too natural with my hair and it would just like not really put in product or use a heating tool I would just literally like take a shower and let it air dry no product and like it was a dark time but I remember there was like one summer I got like a really short haircut just like this little bob and it was like cute when I first got it cut because the hairstylist had styled it for me and I never was like cluing into like oh now if I want to keep this I also need to style it never thought of that and so I remember my family and I were like on vacation and we were I think we're in Georgia and like the heat was like so bad and the humidity and like I just remember my hair like it was like the biggest afro. I like look like Richard Simmons, like, because I never knew like, oh, I should put product in this attainment. And there was just like no definition. It was just like this, this huge hair. And I'm like, oh, like looking back at those pictures, you're like, hmm, that was a a different time. Like (laughs) it was, yeah. So very grateful that I kind of got out of that, that hairstyle. Um, so we have been talking a lot about different, you know, products and shampoos and way to style your hair. But like, what does a wash day look like for you? 
so generally I I will switch out my products just at different times as I like I said I have a big stash but generally I um, I know some people like to to co-wash which is like conditioner washing but I always use a shampoo um so I usually shampoo and use a light to like medium heaviness conditioner Mm -hmm. Um, and then after I get out of the shower um, I'll just scrunch out the extra water and then like I said before I use like usually a microfiber towel and just scrunch out some more of the extra water (laughs) Um, and then I might put it up in a towel just for a couple minutes so it doesn't like drench everywhere Um, and then I will put in a curl cream and I use a wet brush to brush that through just to make sure it's like evenly everywhere. And then I would use either um, a mousse or some kind of gel or something like that. And then every once in a while, depending on the the mousse or gel that I'm going to use, I will use a oil mm. along with the curl cream. I just like, I just find it sort of helps define my curls. If I'm using a gel or a mousse that's sort of lighter, I just think it ends up looking like a little bit less frizzy, a little more defined. So I do enjoy doing that. Ooh, I have not gotten into the world of hair oils yet. So I will have to like jump into that, that world. So I, I can't say I was like nervous to try it because the only people who had ever used oils um, had really different hair textures than me, mm-hmm. like a more thicker hair or more dense hair, curlier. So I was like, I don't know if this is going to work out for me, but I could try it. So Sometimes I will use an oil just to scrunch out the crunch mm. of the gel whenever, or of mousse whenever it gets sort of crunchy. So I figured I have it on hand. I might as well like try it out and just see, because the direction said you could put it into wet hair. So I really, I, I enjoy it. You just can't use a lot. If you have oh, fine yeah. hair or wavy hair, I think just use just like you just need the the tiniest little amount oh yeah (laughs) a little goes a long way yeah for sure um and then so like on your days that you're just like refreshing your hair and you're not like re-washing it what would you typically do for that it depends on the products I use so usually I will I sleep with my hair up so usually I'll take it out of the bun or the ponytail or whatever and sort of like fluff it around and assess the damage (laughs) from from overnight and if it's you know if it's looking pretty good I might just leave it but a lot of the time I'll use either um, a sea salt spray or a refresh spray on it and just like just a little just a couple sprays and then just scrunch it and that sort of helps to redefine the curls and if I see any pieces of hair that are just doing their own thing sometimes I'll try to recoil them around my finger it doesn't even necessarily have to have product on it and sometimes that will sort of retame it back into its proper shape which is always always helpful exactly yeah sometimes I find that like refreshing your hair is a lot harder than just washing it because like when you wash your hair and you first initially like put those products in like you can get a really you know great style for that day but like when you have to refresh it, like, it is always such a, like, oh, gosh, like, is this product going mm-hmm. to, like, destroy, like, what I had from yesterday, or just, like, as you said, like, waking up and sleep, like, from sleeping on your hair is just always the worst. I don't know what happens overnight, but, like, 
yeah, I, I literally didn't know. Like, I'll go to bed with like gorgeous curls and I wake up and it's the greatest mess and there's no defined curls. And you're like, what is happening? Like, <laughs> yeah, I can say that I've had a few, a few misfires with some refresh sprays, just things that maybe were meant for a different hair texture than right. mine, maybe a thicker or more curly hair texture. And it it can it it'll put a damper on your day, you know. If you use too much, or like if you use the wrong product, and it just gets really feels funny, and it just is too heavy, and then you're like, man, I gotta I gotta do it all over again. Like this is not a good not a good experience. Exactly. Now I always feel like my days are going to be defined on like how my hair looks. So if I wake up and I'm having like really nice hair I'm like this is a good day but if I wake up and my hair is like there's no hope for it you're like this is gonna be a bad day like yeah. <laughs> I can tell like, especially with shorter hair because there's there's less ways of putting it up so if it looks bad sometimes oh, you gotta yeah. just roll with it that's that's what you're going with today exactly yeah and I have like really thick hair too and so it's like if it's shorter like it's just such a mess. Like I found that I kind of do better with like a mid-length or, or longer um, just because like the curls really kind of come in for me like mid-length. And so if it's too short, you're like, great, I don't really have any curl now. And it's just <laughs> this like undefined mess. Like that's not straight, but like it's kind of wavy and curly and it doesn't know where it is. So it, it's something else. <laughs> So I want to take a minute now to actually really talk about the products we both use. So what are some of your favorite Curly Girl products? The whole lineup for you here. Oh, yeah. Preparation for this. I put on all my favorite products. <laughs> so I'm going to go by like, I have one for each category and then um, just sort of like the order I would use them in. So I've really been liking the Cantu Cleansing Cream Shampoo. I know there's a couple of them, but this one is the one that I've always liked. I think technically if you follow the curly girl method, it's a clarifying shampoo. I started using it as a regular shampoo because I never found that it was quite clarifying enough for me. And I think that's because it has some more like conditioning products in it. Like I think, yeah, it has shea butter in it, but this smells so good, which is, it's not the entire reason I like it, but you know, it helps. It smells like a you know, like a tropical pineapple banana sort of drink or something. So I really like that because I feel like it, it gets my hair cleaner than some of the other products that I use. And especially, like I said before, in the summer, I like my hair to be like, I don't want to say more stripped, but more clean, like every time I wash it, because I just find that the products tend to build up a little bit faster. Um, and then whenever I use this Cantu shampoo, I tend to use the Garnier Fructis Damage Repairing Treat One Minute Hair Mask with Papaya Extract, the longest name in the world. But I, it says that you could use this, I think, three different ways. Yeah, as a mask, as a regular conditioner, which is how I use it, or as a leave-in. So I don't use it as a leave-in because I, my hair is just too, it's too light for that. But I do use it as a mask or as a conditioner. Um, and I don't find that it's I'm too heavy to use every time I wash my hair. I think it's a good medium between there's some shampoo or there's some conditioners rather that are like super light and there's some that are super heavy. I found this is like right in the middle. And again, it smells very good. Kind of a good pairing with papaya with the, the pineapple. Mm. 
Um, and then as far as curl creams go, I really like the Pacifica curl defining cream that I always have found just defines my hair really well and kind of prepares mm. it for the gel or whatever I use after that. And this bottle has lasted me a really long time. It's not that big of a bottle. It's four ounces. But on my hair, just a little bit is really sufficient. So it's lasted a really long time, even though I think it might be a little bit pricier. So the hair oil I was talking about earlier, I would usually use after a cream if I feel like my hair has a risk of being a little bit frizzy that day. So I've been using the Miracle Curls Defining Oil from Aussie. And this does have a silicone in it. So if that's something you'd like to avoid, this might not be for you. I don't find that it builds up just because I'm not using that much. I'm using just mm. the tiniest little pump of it, not even a full pump of the presser, like a quarter of the pump. Um, and so I just will put this on, like I said, after the curl cream. Um, my favorite mousse is also an Aussie product. It's the Headstrong Volume Mousse. And I like this one better than, there's one that's like made for curls, but I find this one actually has a better hold for whatever reason. Um, and it also has a really good scent, but it is quite strong. Mm. And I do like, I like my products to have a little bit of scent like after they're dried. So I do enjoy that. Um, and I have a, I have a gel and a cream. Uh, hair I guess you would say so I saved them um for the end I didn't put them in with the cream so the Garnier Fructis style curl treat jelly and the curl treat smoothie I really like these either alone or together so I might use the gel with other products or I might use the cream I've even used the cream just by itself but together they're really awesome I don't find the smoothie to be too heavy and I like the gel it's like a gel that's sort of in a it's not in a tube it's like in this like jar and I think it has a nice amount of hold it does form a cast which I enjoy but it is sort of a light I don't know it's kind of a light hold but I find that it lasts for like multiple days because sometimes some of the gels that I've used that don't form a cast or just have like a lighter hold I find that they might look good on the first day, but then the day two or three, my hair looks sort of frizzy and I'm not really sure what to do with it. And there's kind of no salvaging it at that point. Yeah, right. So I like this because of that. Like it's, it's still a light gel. I don't feel like it's super like high maintenance or anything, but it will last me a long time. And then finally, the spray that I've been using, at least for the summer, um, is a refresh spray is the Not Your Mother's Beach Babe soft waves sea salt spray and I have the one that is the tropical banana scent and there's another one that different scent I think they're pretty similar their ingredients are like slightly different but I think they're both fine just you know depending on what kind of, of scent you're feeling that day I just will miss this on sparingly onto my dry hair just to kind of like revive the curl I think it's nice for summer too because again it has a tropical sort of scent so those are all the products that I've been really loving in the summer in the winter I do tend to change up my products because I do I realize that I have a sensitive scalp so in the winter I actually use some of the Shea Moisture products I think they're the hibiscus line they're a bit heavy yeah. though but for me I find 
I do need a more moisturizing shampoo in the winter or else I, and we make it like a little itchy or a little dry feeling. So I like to just switch it up for the different seasons. Yeah, definitely. Um, I love Shea Moisture too. They have a great one. It has like, I forget, it's like, it has the apple vinegar in it, um, but it's like a detoxing shampoo. I've never tried that, but that, I, I think I, I'm glad that you brought that up actually, because I, I feel like I keep seeing it either in advertisements or see people talking about it. And I'm always curious. Yeah, it's actually, it's really, really nice because like for so long, like I've struggled with like dandruff and like dry scalp and I'm like you're supposed to use like the apple cider vinegar on your hair because it like that gives your scalp a really nice detox but the problem is like you will smell like a salad all day because that apple cider vinegar is just so strong and like I couldn't stand it and I'm like I would rather just have this nasty dry scalp than having like my hair to smell like a salad all day and then when I kind of like entered the curly girl method and found Shea Moisture and like found this detoxing shampoo it's like amazing because it actually finally like took care of this like dry like itchy scalp but it also even though it has the apple cider vinegar it like has some other ingredients too so like it doesn't smell bad at all and so I would highly suggest that one because it like is so nice and you're like I'm not gonna smell weird all day because there's nothing it's funny how like you're like the products you like put in your hair and like the fragrance they have will just like really affect like cause you can smell it it's crazy and you're yeah, just like you, oh, wow. you I'm sure that's why I've always been slightly afraid of using like the more DIY or like food products in my hair just because I'm like I don't I don't know if I want to will I smell like mayonnaise or like egg or whatever <laughs> yeah. I don't that seems like I'd rather just like buy buy a hair a mask or like something made for hair <laughs> exactly that's how I feel because I feel like going like and getting um a product that you know is certified and you know people who are making it like know what they're doing it's like going to a doctor you know like if I like broke my arm I'm not gonna be like oh that's okay I'll just kind of like put it in my own sling and I'll be fine and I feel like that's the same with hair it's like yeah you can like try to make your own natural products but like it's not gonna be as good as just going you know to a company where like you can trust and know like they work with you know that curly hair or like with your style hair and know like what ingredients are good so I think it's important just to spend the extra few dollars and like just get something you know that will work um yeah and also I love that you picked out like not your mother's too they were like another like brand I found early on when I was like entering the curly girl method um they just have so many different great products and not just for curly hair like if you have straight hair they have some great products um but I just love for me it's like the holy grail but they have like their curl defining cream and gel and like I I do always go back to those just because like they're they're gel they have it down to a science of like it it keeps your hair defined and you know keeps the curls but it also like it's not super crunchy I like hate when your hair just feels like plastic or like a hat um and so it's nice because it's strong enough to it will have that cast to keep your curls defined um but it's still like your hair still feels like natural hair I think that was actually one of the first products I tried was that gel I got I remember I got some kind of gray leave-in conditioner and I remember I bought that gel and I I agree I think it's a really nice gel especially when it's paired with the cream those go Mm -hmm. so well together because I think there's like I don't know, there's 
some magic in that bottle, but there's protein in it, which I always feel like makes my hair really spring up and like holds really well. Yeah. And then I loved um, the product you brought up, the Pacifica, like pineapple curl to fine cream. That stuff is so nice. Like, it smells like a tropical drink or something. Like you just like, you feel relaxed, just like <laughs> inhaling it. Hopefully there are no like crazy chemicals in it because I will just like smell it sometimes I'm like oh I feel like I'm like at Hawaii or something like it's so lovely <laughs> but yeah those are great I really want to now try all the the Aussie products that you were talking about because I, I love dumped into that <laughs> and now I need to um so we talked a lot about products um but another helpful way to learn about curly hair is there are so many great Curly girl, like YouTubers, you can check out. Um, so, Rachel, like, who are some of your like favorite uh, curly girl YouTubers that you go for, like, for hair tips and inspiration? The first hair YouTuber I ever watched was um, India Batson yeah. because she has a hair texture that's very similar to mine, and I found that really inspiring because there actually aren't a lot of girls with wavy hair that are making videos which I think is really sad because waves are another type of curl pattern that's really beautiful and awesome so I really enjoy watching her videos um she always has like really good product suggestions and I think the way that she does her hair is just like so pretty and different it's always really voluminous and awesome and I also really like Mains by Mel because she is an actual hairstylist so she knows a lot of information about like the science of curly hair and the science of different ingredients and products. So she definitely has helped me so much with like learning about why is it good or bad to use these products or who might want to use a sulfate or who might want to use a silicone and how do those compare to different other like alternative products that you might use instead, like an oil or, um, just different types of emollient products. So I really, I really like her. I encourage anyone who is starting their curly hair journey to watch Mains by Mel because I think she has the most accurate like hair information. Even though there's so many people who are awesome at doing hair, I think she has the most specific information as far as like, these are like the facts about different products that you're putting in your hair and how they're gonna react. Yeah, I, I've never heard of her, so I'm very excited to check her out. Um, that would be very nice. I'm always looking for, like, more curly girls who definitely have hair like mine. Um, so it would be nice to kind of go to her to see, like, oh, what products is she using? And getting more of, like, that education about hair, too, is always important. Um, I also love India Baston. I think she, she was the very first person... I came across um, about the curly girl methods. It's really cool. I'm like, what is this method that I keep hearing about? So it's cool to see um, how she was using it and hearing how she was talking about it. And that's kind of how I fell into the world of like learning about different products. Um, so for me, she's like has a special place in my heart. She like definitely helped me along the way with getting the right products and kind of getting on my feet with this journey. Um, I think it's really cool too to see because as you said like she's like her hair is just naturally like wavy and it's cool to see that type of hair being represented um but it's cool to see how she like experiments with different products because like there's sometimes too where her hair like 
maybe it's not as defined, but then it has like a ton of volume or then she'll have days where her hair just has a lot of curl, but not a lot of volume. So it's cool to see how, even though like your hair might be one way, you can experiment with different products to get different um, outcomes with your hair. I think that's something I enjoy about my hair texture and just sort of being, my hair is sort of like between a 2B and a 2C. Mm. Some days I could have more spirals and some days it could be a little bit more wavy, but that's something I really enjoy about my hair. <laughs> and it could be really different depending on the day. And I think that's like what's really fun about curly hair. And I agree, like I love seeing India's videos partially because of that, because she's always doing something that's different or creative. I know she's tested some products out in just like different ways that I wouldn't think to use them. Like I know there was one time she used a hair butter and she said, oh, you know, I was sent this in the mail or whatever. And um, I know that this is not going to be styler for my hair. So she used it as a mask instead. Mm. And I thought that was like really creative because I don't know, I just wouldn't think of using products in like different ways like that. But as long as it just works so well and it makes me think like, oh man, I should try out. I should try doing something like that sometime. Yeah, definitely. I also, um, I love, I don't know if you watch Curly Penny. I think I've seen her a couple times, She's yeah. Funny. Yeah, she has, her hair is definitely a lot curlier than mine, um, but she is really tight with India, and they've done some collabs together, um, but she's just really funny. I Like, she has such a great personality. I think it's funny, um, sometimes a lot of YouTubers feel like they kind of have to, like, get a character, like, with their channel, and sometimes really aren't themselves. Um, but Curly Penny is just like, she always has just been herself and she's just so relaxed and chill. Like, I feel like she doesn't feel like she has to go like out of her way to like entertain people. It's more like, this is who I am. Like, this is my hair. Like, it's, it's very funny. It's very like professionally done, but she's still just very much herself. So she's very entertaining to watch. So even if you are like not following the Curly girl method it's fun just to watch her videos because it's pretty entertaining we're gonna actually move on to we're gonna talk about a specific product because sometimes like not all products are okay for our hair and there um is a crazy kind of hair curly girl hair scandal going on right now with a product called diva curl and i'm gonna kind of talk about diva quick for the people who don't know about this um the Diva Girl Curl kind of came on the scene. I at least I knew about it a couple of years ago, and it soon became very much like the signature, like shampoo and curly hair products for like curly girls. And I was like getting this vibe. It's like, oh, like you're only a true like curly girl if you're using Diva Curl. And like I always kind of like got missed by that because they're actually on like a higher end. Um, hair products so like a bottle of shampoo is like 40 bucks um, so I never got to actually try it out so I'm like I don't have that cash just to like get something to like experiment with if you know if it's not going to work with my hair um, so I always kind of like oh man like I like can't get this product this is unfair and then it's been coming out recently that Diva Curl had a lot of ingredients that are not okay with hair um and tons and tons of women are coming out with stories about how their hair has just gone completely damaged um from using their products um not all of them but a few of them 
Um, and it's like really scary to see. I've been watching a lot of videos and reading articles about it and just seeing um, how girls have lost like their pearls and their definition and losing hair from using these products. Really, really scary, especially from a company that was saying you know, their priority was about like safety um, for hair and just using only the best ingredients for people's hair. So um, Rachel, how um, did this issue kind of change the way like you shop for products? So I definitely agree with everything you said. I have heard most of my information from, um, and I hope I pronounced your name right, um, Aisha on um, Instagram and yeah. YouTube. And so she was the person that I like found out about this all from because she's made a couple videos about how damaged not only her hair, but also her scalp has been. And I think that's really upsetting, especially like you said, from a brand that was sort of like the curl brand, not like, you know, not a, a fringe brand or, you know, something random from, you know, not a new brand, something that's actually been established in the community for a long time and like totally hyped up. Of course, not anyone's not any influencers fault that that happened but you know it was definitely like very hyped up like are these products really great they're really good for your hair um and all of that and honestly whenever I first heard about this I was kind of skeptical just because mm. of that and because uh there are certain things like there are certain methods like co-washing for example so whenever you're co-washing you should also be clarifying so mm. there was a rumor going around for a while that like oh the people that are getting the scalp damage or this hair damage they haven't been clarifying their hair mm. and then when I watched Aisha's videos she actually went through exactly what she had been doing to her hair and she had been clarifying her hair quite regularly I think like once or twice a month so I think that was sort of like the turning point for me when I was like wait a minute like I think you know I think that this these people are like telling the truth I think this like really has happened to them and I don't think that it was some kind of weird user error so Right now, like I said, I've been working on like decluttering my stash. So I'm working down on a lot of that. Fortunately, I didn't have any Diva products. If you are listening and you have a Diva product, there, I don't know the website, but there is a way to return the products that you have if you feel like you're not comfortable using those. So you are able to get your money back on those. And I know places like Ulta and Sephora will take returns of products within like a certain amount of time and that that goes for any product but for me I think it's made me more aware I guess of what brands I am going to be buying in the future and I think it's made me sort of nervous actually because that's such a big brand and they really haven't had a good response to it even even if these people were making something up or if they did something wrong usually brands will say they will come out and say, hey, like, uh, we, we're aware that these people have been having problems and, like, you know, we're really sorry that this happened to you and, like, this is the reason why, like, maybe you shouldn't have been using this product in this way. But all that they've really said to these people were that not our fault, our products are really safe, just just keep, keep using them. Um, and I think to me that is sort of fishy. <laughs> so yeah. to me, like, a trustworthy brand would say, hey, that's really concerning and they would explain what they're what they're doing to try to combat that and I just don't really feel like they've even looked into it the issue at all which I think just like sort of makes the problem even worse 
than if they were to just come out and say, yeah, we had something, we had something wrong in our lab and like it went wrong or we did nothing wrong and we actually like looked into it and it must be something else. So I think when I'm going to be rebuying products, I want to buy from companies that seem like they care more about the people exactly. who are using their product. Yeah. And like, I think it's like really upsetting because um, this is almost like, I want to say it's like a, a controversy in like the hair community. And there's a lot of people who don't believe what's going on um, because they don't necessarily like agree with um, one of the women who has been sort of like leading the push for Diva Curl um, against against Diva Curl. And I don't know, I think that it shouldn't really be a controversy whenever all of these women have this hair damage. But for me in the future, I, I definitely want to look more into the companies that I'm buying from. But at the same time, I, I think, I think it's really hard because you see like Diva Curl sponsored a lot of these women. So she had, you know, these women had no reason to just make up lies about Diva Curl for attention or for followers because they already had these like huge brand deals with Diva Curl. They were getting paid, they were getting free products, they were getting to go to events. So they had a, you know, they would have no reason to make something up and like go through all of that. Um to get followers because they already were having this like big benefit from Diva Curl. But yeah, I think it's really, it's really difficult to try to find a brand that I feel like I could like super trust right now, especially for something that I'm going to be using on my hair very regularly. So I have looked into more, I guess, like the smaller brands. I know Miss Jessie's seems to always be really responsive to their customers. I know I've always, whenever I comment on their, Instagram photos. I've actually asked them a couple of questions like, oh, do you think this would work for my hair? And they've actually, they've responded to me and they've said, oh, you know, like we think that this would work really good for you or maybe try this product instead. So I think that would definitely be a brand that I would consider buying from in the future. They are sort of like mid-priced. Most of their products are around like $20, but I think if I feel safe using it, it's not, it's not like a, a luxury price. So I think I might try to look more into that in the future and I think also even though it is a larger brand not your mother's has always been very responsive to people on their page just from what I've seen not that I have any insider information about any of these brands but just from like interacting with them um I think that that's I don't know that's like more of a company that I would want to support um I've also really considered maybe going more natural but at the same time like I know we've talked about this before like just because it's a natural product doesn't necessarily mean it's better for your hair. I think it's a lot about like what kind of facility it was produced in. And like, there's a lot of talk about maybe the products that had damaged these girls hair from Diva Curl. It was possibly due to the kind of plastic that they had mm. been packaged in. Like something may have gone wrong with the production of that plastic that leached into the actual hair product. So of course you don't want to be putting whatever kind of plastic on your hair just like you wouldn't like put a microwave put a you know ziploc bag in the microwave you don't want your plastic bottle to leach into your hair products it's going to be sitting on your scalp and like yeah. you know going near your eyes and your mouth all of that your ears like that's not something that you would right. want no yeah it's it's so true you made a lot of great points um especially too like just because something is like a natural product doesn't mean like everything 
or all the ingredients in that product is going to be okay for you. Um, you know, there, there are tons of like, uh, natural, like plants and ingredients, but like not all of that is healthy or good for you. And that's something I've been a little more aware of because I used to be all about like, Oh, as long as it just says like natural hair product, like it's totally fine for me. And like, I'm finding out that like, it's not, you know, cause like Eva curl was, you know, all about like, Oh, we use like natural ingredients, you know, everything is fine. But like some of those natural ingredients aren't okay for you. Um, and so that's something I've been trying to be a little more aware of is like, just because it's natural doesn't mean it's okay. Um, and there's actually a great app, a couple apps that I have on my phone that I use when I'm shopping for hair products or really any kind of like skincare product or anything. Um, and one is called EWG, which is the Environmental Working Group. And it's just a great organization. And they research like thousands of thousands of products um, and break each product down for you on every ingredient and will tell you like, this is safe. This is what it does for you. You know, this ingredient is not safe and this is, you know, what it could cause for you. Um, and it's a great, a nice, um, it's great to use when you're getting a product and you can either just like scan the barcode or type in the product into this app and it just breaks down every ingredient. Um, and so it's cool to see like, oh, like everything in this product, like is okay and is, you know, pretty safe. Um, and then they'll show you like, actually like this ingredient is not okay and you know can actually cause like a lot of allergic reactions and all of this um it's a really great app to have on your phone um and another app that's really good I think it's called think dirty which is funny um but it's the same thing where you can just scan a product or type it in and they'll break it down and tell you what's okay in that product um but it's crazy it can be like a full-time job just trying to find you know products that are okay for you you know and it's kind of scary because now you know I look back at all the products I use and you're like oh my gosh like are all of these okay like it can be a little stressful <laughs> yeah I think it's definitely stressful and it reminds me of when I first started uh, my curly girl journey when I would just like totally agonize over products in the store and try to be like, is this, okay? is this curly girl proof? Is this not curly girl proof? Like, what do I do? I don't know. Should I buy it? Should I not? Which is like a reason that like I sort of relaxed on the rules of the curly girl method because yeah. it was just like, it was too much stress for just like just being hair products, you know, at the end of the day. Um, but yeah, I think this adds like a whole new layer of stress because like whenever I was worrying about like, it was curly girl method approved. I wasn't, thinking, will this cause me permanent scalp damage? Will this, you know, damage my hair permanently if I use this every day? And I think that's a much more sobering concern to have yeah. when you're like looking at a product and you're like, okay, I want to trust this brand because it's a well-known brand, but at the same time, there's other well-known brands who have had really, you know, bad, bad things in their products. So I'm I'm hoping that from all of this that companies will take a look at how they're treating their customers and mm. you know just like look more into how they're producing things because I think that like when you hear about like a lot of different scandals it ends up being that someone just was greedy and they didn't they didn't want to go back and make sure that their their safety protocols were being followed they wanted to just maybe 
push it all through, get as many products sold as possible. Um, and that's, I guess, my concern with Diva Curl is that possibly um, whenever the company was bought, um, that someone may be just more worried about selling products and getting money and sort of skimping on, you know, uh, quality testing of the products and testing the, making sure the, the containers are safe and all, anything that touches the product, making sure it's just really safe for everyone. Absolutely. Yeah. There are just so many factors that like go into these products and not even just the ingredients and ingredients themselves, but also, as you said, just like, you know, what's going on at the factories and, you know, the bottles and, you know, are the, the plastic they're using, you know, is it, you know, durable enough, it's not going to break down and get into your products. Um, so there are a lot of factors to, to really think about. Um, but, you know, luckily, I think a lot of the products I use, I feel really comfortable with. And luckily, I've never had really any, like, hair damage from any of the products. Um, so you just, you really just kind of take it one day at a time. And just, mm -hmm. I think really, too, just, you kind of have to, like, listen to your hair and just see how it reacts. Um, the different products and I don't know I feel like your hair is really good at kind of telling you what it likes and what it doesn't um but Rachel we are slowly coming to or quickly coming to an end of this interview this has been so much fun um but for this question I want to know what is something you would tell someone just starting the curly girl method um what's something that you wish you had known when you first started I, a mistake that I made at the beginning um, was not using a curl cream, mm. which I guess, you know, for everyone's hair is different, but like, even for my hair, I thought, oh, I don't need a curl cream because my hair is so fine that it's going to weigh it down. And so I just used a gel and a leave-in conditioner and my hair would always get really frizzy. And I was like, I don't know why, like, why is my hair just frizzing out all the time? I started using a curl cream and the world just, the world changed. So even if you have wavy hair, it is definitely worth investing in something like the Pacifica cream or just another like lightweight cream because it's going to make your style last so much longer, oh, <laughs> which is something yeah. I also, I also learned that from Mains by Mel and she has a lot of good like videos detailing how to take care of your hair and like what's going to make your style last a long time. And that's something she said, like, don't skimp on the time or the product that you're putting in your hair so if you're only using one product your hair might not last as long like if you're only using a leave-in conditioner your curls probably aren't going to last as long as if you used something with some cold so I think being sure to like follow all of the steps you know making sure the product's evenly distributed and making sure you're using um, a defining product like a cream and something with cold like a gel has been a real a real game changer for me yeah definitely that was I kind of did the same thing too was um like right before I got into the curly girl method my hair had like a lot of damage um and something like I would just do is I would use like a deep conditioner and like do the whole hair mask but then I totally wouldn't think like oh you should put like a cream in your hair you know after you wash it and everything so I'd like do all these masks and then I would just like let my hair air dry and it just like felt the same and I was like freaking out like oh my gosh like is my hair just like destroyed forever like what am I gonna do and I just realized like no you still need product and like just because you want to wear your hair like naturally like it still needs some love and you have to you know 
definitely get some products that um, work for your hair. Um, I would also say too, is finding um, a hairstylist who either has curly hair or, you know, knows how like curly hair works and how to get a good haircut. And you don't have to go to like a specific, um, you know, hair salon that just does curly hair, you know, if you can, that's awesome. Um, but I have been going to a hairstylist for like almost 10 years now. Um, shout out to Heather because she's the best hairstylist in the world. Um, she has curly hair and she's worked my hair so long that she just like knows how to like give it the best cut so that the, the curls will really stay defined and fresh. Um, and she just does an amazing job. She will take like an hour on my hair. So I would say too is finding a hairstylist who knows how to work with your type of hair because they'll give you the cut that your hair needs um, to still keep that definition. And they can also suggest great hair products for you. Rachel, this has been so much fun. Thank you for joining me. This was just so educational and it's so nice to sit down with a friend and talk about curly hair. I would love for you to now just take a quick moment to share how can people find you and your awesome curls on Instagram? Well, thank you so much for having me. I had a great time. Um, my Instagram is raisewaves, so R-A-E-S dot waves, like a nickname for Rachel. So I hope to see you all over there. Thank you again for having me. I had such an awesome time. Thank you so much. Yes, and be sure to follow Rachel on Instagram. She posts about a lot of cool products and a lot of great tips for curly hair and wavy hair. Um, so this was so much fun. Thank you, Rachel. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's show. Want to stay updated? You can find me on Instagram at GracieAutumn95. Thanks again. Thank you.